And what is up? My name is Kevin Wu, I'm an online fitness coach who helps men in their 20s lose weight and get asked for the first time through mindset, nutrition, and training. That's enough about me. Let's get right into today's episode. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Lived Inspired Podcast. Today, we're talking about a couple topics because we're on a Zoom call with my clients today because it's Tuesday. So talk about eating before workouts. Why is it born? What kind of foods to eat? What kind of guidelines should you do? I also give you some examples. Same with the post-workout nutrition. What are the best foods to eat after your workouts to really maximize your fat loss, also muscle gain to get to your ideal body? Also, what best substitutes for core exercise? Like, let's just say it's Monday and it's chest day and old bench presses are taken. Like, what should you do instead? Or let's just say something else on your program itself. Like, maybe it's a leg day or the barbells are taken. What should you do? Also, does fasting cardio help in weight loss? Let's go find out. First one. Eating before your workouts. I absolutely recommend eating before your workouts themselves. Ideally, you don't want to train fasted, especially if you guys want to have like more muscle or if you do cut down, let's say you want to have more of a muscular look itself, just because you want to retain as much muscle as possible to give you this shape, right? Because a lot of people, when they do cut down in this kind of aspect, they lose a lot of muscle. Uh, they usually eat, overdo the cardio, their sleep's not great, stress may be a little high. So all these are not great factors in keeping that muscle. And let's say if I lost a lot of muscle itself, I would not look the way I do right now, right? So that's why it's really important to eat before your workouts. And there's just like foods that can actually help you out too as well. So you don't want to have like a steak usually before a workout or something like really heavy because that's going to sit in your stomach. It's not really digested. And therefore, the calories and also the energy you could use itself from that food is not going to be used towards a workout, right? So what are some foods I typically recommend to eat before the workouts? Um, I'm gonna give you some guidelines, but I'm also gonna give you some examples. So, if you want something that's easy to digestible, like low in fats, under 10 grams, for sure. Generally, higher in carbs. To high, your carbs are gonna kind of depend on what your carb goal for the day is. Uh, but you know, generally, I would say in the ballpark of like 30 to kind of 60 grams, it's kind of maybe average. And if you have a higher carb intake, you know, maybe like 80 to 100 grams itself. Um, that depends on your carb goal for the day. Now, modern protein, like maybe like 25 to kind of like 40 grams itself, and also low in fiber, right? Because they have a lot of vegetables or fiber itself in your pre-workout meal. That means it's not going to be able to be digested for your workout really in time. The whole purpose of the pre-workout meal, it's easy digestible. So you absorb it. Let's say you want to eat pre-workout meal like 69 minutes before you work up. So it's all pretty much absorbed in your body itself or for the most part. So by the time you do get into the workout, you have these calories for use in your workouts and you push more weights, lift more, and just ultimately push yourself harder. And the added turns is going to help you gain more muscle, get you a better shape, and just look the way you do want to. Now, in terms of post-workout nutrition, it's pretty much like relatively the same. Also, for examples, you could do like protein oats. That's kind of like my go-to itself, right? Uh, so protein oatmeal, in that kind of aspect, I like to use the quicker quick oats, especially if you, even if you ground it up into, or let's say you grab the instant oats, put into a blender and make even more fine powder, it's going to digest even faster, right? Because you guys get those really, really thick oats or steel cut ones, they're going to take a long time to digest itself. Those instant oats are going to digest a lot faster, right? So it's a lot of small little things that can make a difference. So you do a protein oatmeal, you could do like, let's say 50 grams of oatmeal and uh, microwave that with some water, then add the protein powder, you do like one scoop, so it's like 30 grams of protein powder, maybe a little bit of peanut butter itself to like slow down digestion just a wee bit. Right, depending on how kind of sensitive you are, I'd probably only do like eight grams itself of the peanut butter, not really anything more than that. And eight grams of peanut butter is not eight grams of fat, right? So you gotta keep that in mind itself. Eight grams of peanut butter might be like four grams of fat over there. 
and you can add like banana and add some salt too as well, right? Salt and oatmeal actually tastes a lot better, but salt's gonna really help you out in your pre-workout meals because it's gonna help hydrate you, right? And your muscles are mostly made of water. And if you're under hydrated self, you're gonna not perform as well. So you wanna make sure you're salting uh, your pre-workouts meal itself or before you do go workout, has some more kind of salt. It's gonna help you out a lot. Now, cream of rice is a great option too as well. So cream of rice is this fine grain rice. It's basically like rice and they blend it up to very, very small particles. And it's kind of aspect. If you do the same thing, add some water, and then you microwave that, add the protein powder, maybe use some sunflower seeds, or you could do the like peanut butter, almond butter itself, a little bit of fats to slow digestion. I like to add just a tiny, tiny bit of fats to slow down my digestion itself, unless I'm working out in like, let's say 30 minutes, then I don't want that fat at all. Just so that like that little fats can slow down digestion so it could use more fuel for the whole workout. Because my workouts are a little bit longer in the sense where sometimes it could be usually around like an hour and a half or like 120, one minute, one hour, 20 minutes, to one hour and a half. So that's why I tend to go a little bit more on the fats. But if you guys are working out right away, let's say in 30 minutes time, you probably don't want to add that fat in there, right? If you look at the rice option itself, you have to search like Google so you know what I mean. Um, to see exactly what it is, you find the grocery stores itself. I don't really know how else to describe it. <laughs> And you add some banana on top of that too as well. Make sure you add your salt, right? We well, have like a bagel and a protein shake, something really simple, right? A little bit of fats in there, has a nice amount of carbs, and it's pretty fast digesting overall. And a protein shake to make it go down with it, right? You generally do want that protein with a pre-workout meal too as well. As you have some carbs, it's gonna, about the protein shake is fast digesting. That's pretty much the reason why. And the protein powder is a very good option for the pre-workout meal, just because of the fast digestion aspect. Now, this is if you're working out, let's say, 69 minutes before your workouts. If you're working out, let's just say, three hours before, you could absolutely do something longer digesting, like some sweet potatoes and chicken and some vegetable, like, uh, yeah, it's so like broccoli or something, that's some chicken, sweet potatoes, and some kind of vegetable, like green beans. That's what I personally do if I'm working out like two and a half hours and I can't eat in a time frame of like 69 minutes before my workouts. So if I know I'm working out longer in advance like that, I will have something that is slower digesting or more fats, right? So... You know, for example, I do the chicken breast and I add uh, more almond butter to my chicken breast, like maybe 16 grams of almond butter or like 20 grams. And that's around like what, 12 grams of fat itself. That's going to slow down my digestion and slow down the rate absorption. So by the time I do get to my workout, let's say in the two hours, then I will be good, right? So that food will be digested over there and it's not going to be instantly kind of absorbed and I will be able to use that fuel. Right for like whole meal too as well. You could do like rice. And that's pretty fast digesting overall. Extra lean ground beef. The ground beef itself has a little bit of fat, but the lean is part, you can make it a little less. But also the ground part is really great because when it's grounded, that means it's almost like pre-digested, right? So anything that's a ground kind of meat, it's a lot easier to absorb versus like, let's say a steak, right? Steak's gonna take a long time for you to chew itself and a long time for your body to break down. That is not something you want if you're eating within like 69 minutes. Maybe if working like three hours itself, having that steak and the rice can help out, right? Or even like say potatoes like three hours away, maybe that'll be a good option. So hopefully it kind of gets a little bit of an idea of what to eat for the pre-workout meals. Post-workout nutrition usually generally kind of same kind of guidelines. As self, you want something is a little more easier like digesting. For this one, I itself, I would use a little bit less vegetables compared to your other meals. Like even sometimes no vegetables. Awesome both kind of do, especially if you're bulking, right? That no vegetables on your post-workout meal would help. So if you do like chicken breast, rice, and pineapple, right? That's a really good combo. Now, if you're cutting down, but you're also kind of managing hunger, there's a couple of ways to kind of do it, right? Maybe add like 50 grams, 70 grams of a vegetable itself. 
I might slow down digestion just a little bit, but overall manage your overall hunger for the day. And overall, if you're managing your hunger for the day itself, because sometimes if you don't have that vegetable in there, it could pretty much just run through your body and be really hungry right away. And then you might not be in a calorie deficit in the day because you might overeat because you're so hungry. So there's a couple of different ways I can approach it, but I'm going to talk about it more in the analytical standpoint and not of like the feel wise. So you want something that's fast digesting and easy, easy digesting too as well. So you did like chicken, rice, and pineapple or something like that, or let's just say actually ground beef. Once again, with some rice, ground turkey, with some rice over there. Um, you can even do pretty much the same post-workout pre-workout meal, like um, protein powder itself and bagel or protein powder, some toast, protein powder, and some, let's say, what is it? Oatmeal. Again, I wouldn't generally have the same two meals right back to back, like, like um, two protein meals itself with a protein shake. Because you'd rather have that spread out more throughout the day and that kind of aspect, right? That's more ideal in that situation. Now, what are the best substitutes for exercise? Let's say just long line for Smith machines or bench press or squat. The best substitute is going to be one that works for the same muscle group and generally same movement. So let's just say you want to Smith machine and you're doing incline Smith machine bench press, then you could substitute out for like a incline dumbbell bench press or incline barbell bench press, right? Because they're working the same movement pattern and they're working the same muscle. Mo the most important one is the same muscle, right? So an example over there, incline Smith machine bench press is going to target more of the upper chest. So you want to find an exercise that targets more of the upper chest, right? But a more ideal, ideal situation is like almost like a compound movement in that same situation where it's the same movement pattern. So incline double press, incline um, barbell bench press, right? Well, if you're doing a squat itself, let's say all the squat rocks are taken from the barbell back squats, you could do like a Smith machine barbell back squat, right? Or you could use like a hack squat over there. It's the same kind of movement itself on that kind of aspect um, in that kind of way. So those are generally best ones over there if you want to substitute that out. Now, what I like to do for my clients itself or whatever I recommend usually is just go to the next exercise, right? On the program itself. So let's just say... You had Smith Machine back squats on the first exercise. Next exercise was a leg press. It's Smith Machine. It's for all being used. I would just go to leg press first, then cycle back around to Smith Machine. Like an aspect. And let's just say if the Smith Machine is still being used, you could go to the third exercise, which might be a lunge on a Bulgarian split squat or something like that. And like on your program, this is on your program right away. Then cycle back around to that. That's what I generally recommend more. But if you're talking just substitute, because this was one of the topics that was brought up, that's what I'd recommend on that kind of aspect. All right. So does fasted cardio help in weight loss? Fasted cardio can definitely kind of help in the weight loss in the regards if you take Yohimbine. So Yohimbine itself is a supplement that's very effective in mobilizing kind of fat storages in a fasted state only though, right? If you're not a fast state, it doesn't do jack shit. But fasted cardio can help because it doesn't necessarily burn more fat throughout the day. It definitely does burn more fat during the moment. If you go on a 24-hour basis, this is based on studies. If you did the cardio then and then you versus like the post-work or something, that instead. But this is to not take into account your himbine, right? You're not taking the himbine itself by itself. You're just strictly doing cardio, strictly doing fasted or the post itself, post-workouts. Then the fasted cardio would have no overall kind of benefit for the day. Because in the moment itself, it would. But in the overall kind of spread of the day, it would, right? So that's what the studies kind of showed over there, which is very interesting. But if you are using your himbine itself in the supplement, which is very um, cheap, but also very effective, and some people get the side, so you might have to research on that to kind of use it your own precaution. I personally use this myself every single day uh, right now on my fast cardio, and it definitely makes a difference, and studies show that too as well. 
and some people get nauseated from it. It usually starts off with like five milligrams. You can bump it to 10 milligrams to 15. I personally using 15 milligrams right now. Uh, I know some people who use it to get to like, if you're an anxious person, it might make you more anxious. So that's why some people don't really like it. I don't have any low sides. And yeah, so overall fasted cardio doesn't really have any particular benefit over the cardio, let's say after the workout, before the workout or anytime during the day in a 24 hour period, unless you're using Yohimbine, which in that case, if you're essentially using Yohimbine and your fasted cardio, it would have a bigger difference and it would make an actual impact. Other than that, fasted cardio is very popular because uh, people kind of think it's going to burn through those fats itself more readily. Now, it's really great in terms of just getting the cardio over with so you don't have to think about it for the rest of the day. Because think about it, the first thing in the morning or the first thing you usually generally do in the day itself, if you just knock that out, like you're not going to work out the first thing in the morning because you never really did that before or just like a hard time fitting your schedule. And the case is like the cardio, you know, hard time fitting your schedule, then that could obviously help in your weight loss, right? Because let's say you're very inconsistent before on doing cardio. And you now first thing in the morning, you're doing it every single day or every other day or something like that. And you're getting it done though. Well, yeah, that's obviously going to help you in the weight loss because you're doing it. And before you're inconsistently doing it itself, but now you have that consistency over there and actually getting it done. And that's the most important part. All right. So that was it for the topics over here. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Have a great day. Thank you guys for tuning into the Live to Inspire podcast. The number one podcast for men in the 20s tried to lose weight and get abs the first time my mission is to inspire others to be the best version of themselves to fitness so if you guys are tuning into this episode and want to lose weight and get your abs showing for the very first time then tell me the words abs on instagram at kevin Wu underscore that is k-e-b-i-n-w-u-w underscore and we'll have a chat whether or not i can help you out lose that weight to get your abs showing for the first time that is the ending of today's episode of the Live to Inspire podcast. If you learned something today, then make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on an episode. Also, if you leave a written review on this podcast, that'd be greatly appreciated because that pushes this podcast to more people just like you.